Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people... It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Hello, welcome inside. Happy Friday. The Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. What is a hobo? We're live from the Tyrac.com studios. Tyrac.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, over 10,000 recommended installers. Tyrac.com, the way tire buying should be. Well, this is it. This is our final show of the year together. Yeah. Before we break for the holiday, 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 holiday. Boy, at 10.50, all the expletives start flying, let me tell you. Yeah, well, it's before then, really. And actually, it's time to start drinking much earlier, so that'll be another case tonight. It's a good thing I brought in some glug. Good. And, and I think Teicher tonight really should just play uh, uh, holiday songs the entire time. I, I really mm. think at some point, we should, I mean, unless, wait, are you just getting to playing Halloween songs now? You're just getting into yes. the Halloween? Okay. Well, we've gotten to what? It's about a 50 to 50 50 ratio the last couple of days. That's true. But it's but of all the 50, the 50, 100% of the 50% is the Christopher Lee Christmas songs that he keeps playing. The Count Dooku Christmas. Well, it's Dooku and uh, DMX have pretty much owned the night here. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that is true. I, there's times during my day where I'm walking around and someone says, you know, oh, Mary, like if I'm in a store and someone says, oh, Merry Christmas, Happy When someone says Merry Christmas, I just think, ho, 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 Merry Christmas, ho, ho, ho. That's not bad. The, the DMX voice just goes through my head. You can do a lot time. worse. <laughs> Merry Christmas, ho, ho, ho. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, ma'am. I didn't mean to scare you. I was just, I was just doing a little Merry Christmas but, with a deep voice. But, you know, I love this time of year, right, the positivity, and it's what I always – you know, it's the most wonderful time well, of the year. But, but it's the kind of thing, like, why I love live events, and we've talked about this a lot, live live theater, live concerts, all of those things. There's a positivity and energy flowing. Even when people are you know, upset at each other uh, because of what they're paying, say, at a theme park or whatever, there's still a general positivity. But this time of year, all the greatness and everybody pushing in the same direction – putting some of the the nonsense to the side. Sure, there's some family angst. Those are always, you know, those deep-seated things are going to be there. Uh, my only complaint at this point is I need to put Mariah Carey away. Mm, I, I, you know, I, I can't have that song anymore. Yeah. That one I need to push push away at this point in the year. Well, Mariah Carey, that's going to be the new Andy Williams, man. In 50 years, they're still going to be playing, and it's still going to seem like it's a new song. Oh, my goodness. When did Mariah Carey do it? She did this, uh, when, you know, she's 96 now. She did this all the way back in 1994. Oh, man, it's a new song. She'll be coming down. <laughs> yeah, people will be listening to Mariah Carey like you and I listen to Andy Williams. 
Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Well, you know, on the way into the uh, Fox Sports Radio studios today, I got to hear a little Perry Como. Okay. And then a uh, little uh, Jose Little Guy Feliciano. Lombardo. Any, anybody else? What else do you have? A little Glenn no, Miller band? Like, well, I don't know. They were mixed in with the regular, you know, tales of yore. Okay. And yeah. all of a sudden, they, they went for the nostalgia block, it seemed like. They, they assumed at 5 o'clock everybody wanted songs from the 50s and 60s. <laughs> maybe the hey. 40s. Maybe we rewound it even more. Now we're heading back to a time where Christmas, the trees were 15 yeah. feet tall, and Santa always visited even the bad kids. Let's take you back. And here's <laughs> a little bit of, of uh, Bill Haley, Rock Around the Christmas That's Tree good. Clock. There you go. Yeah, not to belabor the point, but I will say my favorite um, of all of it is the, uh, the Dean Martin Rudolph the Red-Nosed Ranger because he keeps calling him Rudy. They wouldn't let old Rudy. Well, you know, it's, you, you he just it. took some liberties. It was At good. some point, you have to get a little personalized with that. Hey, right. say we have a relationship now. It's okay. I it like that. that no, it's good. Yeah, no. I mean, I I told you about the time at um when I did here. I'll, I, here's a good here's a good little Christmas story. Hey, sit back and sip some hot cocoa for this. Is ESPN, it a tale of long long ago? This ESPN <laughs> Christmas story. So. When I used to have John Clayton on my show, right? And John Clayton was, he and I got along great. We met, you know, we met a couple of times for dinner. Uh, Great dude, right? The late John Clayton. Awesome, awesome dude. And when he would come on the show and I would come on, I would say, hey, Johnny C is with us now. John Clayton, blah, blah, blah. Hey, Johnny C, I was thinking about this. And, you know, we did did an air check, which is when you sit with your bosses, they listen to the segment of a show and they tell you how bad they think it was and how how they would do something better, right? This was was an ESPN specialty, right? They love to do that. And and at one point they came out and my manager said, yeah, you know, we listened, you know, we all listened. None of us really liked that you called him Johnny C in the middle. I said, well, wait, did I, did I, I said who he was. I identified him. That's the whole thing is we have a guest on. You want to make sure you identify them. No, they go, no, no, you identified them. Great. But saying Johnny C, I don't know. I go, you want to make it seem like I don't know him? I don't understand. Why? He goes, yeah, no, just some people were, didn't like the, you know, you called him Johnny C. And I go, <laughs> did John Clayton complain about it? No. I go, I don't understand what we're talking about. And I can't tell you how many times I said that at ESPN. <laughs> I don't understand what we're talking about. Why she, do you want me to make sure like I don't know the guy? Is that what you want, right? Is that, that's what you want me to do that? Because then, and it, it was insane because in six months, things would change. Oh, it's great when you have on people that you know, and it's like you're, you're a friend. All because they sat back with whatever people that they pulled off the street to sit in some kind of focus group and say what they liked or didn't like. And because one guy didn't get the Fanta he wanted, he goes, I don't like what they call him Johnny C. What is that all about? I understand. So there was so many times. But I go, how do you – so you want me to pretend like I don't know him? Pretend like I have no idea who he is. And we're with uh, John Clayton here, who is an, an uh, insider. Is that what, what, it's, what, what it what, says what here? Is... What does that mean? An insider? I don't understand what that means. No, they didn't like it. Ah, Johnny C. I don't know. I'm like, I, 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 I would walk away shaking my head, going, Why, why do we do these things? Why, why, why do we do any of these things? I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> didn't like when I called him Johnny C. Well, hey. you know, it's a little too familiar here. <laughs> you know, you call Mike Harmon Mike a lot. Yeah, I do. Yeah, but, you know, I don't know about that. What do we call him, Mr. Harmon? Hey, Mr. Harmon. Just call him Sir. Sir Michael Harmon. There we go. Anyway, we had a good day. We had a good day to steal from uh, draft day. The evil empire thing. I, I got a lot of notes from folks about oh, about man. Yamamoto and the Dodgers and everything else. Uh, and you could tell which ones didn't actually listen beyond the first 30 seconds ah, or, or the okay. blips. Like, come on, guys. It's, we did some deep thought radio yesterday. For you, it's got to be like in your house at Christmas time when you go home and people listen to you talk for 30 seconds and they go, yeah, well, I'm done. I'm walking. That's right. You had 30 seconds to tell me if the story That's... goes longer. I, I got to go. I got to find what the turkey's going on here. I got to see. Yeah. I think my kid is in a room he shouldn't be in. I, I, I'm sorry. You had 30 seconds to tell me. All. Yeah, with my kids, uh, it'll be the, hey, Dad, how was work? You start to talk, and it's like, why are you walking off that way? Yeah, I was just supposed to say good, I guess, and move on, kind of like they do with school. How was school today? Oh, That's boy. Good. Now, you mentioned Yamamoto, right? So let's get to Yamamoto the day after here. Yeah. Uh, we, we, have a, look, we have a big slate of NFL that we're going to talk about. I'll, I'll give you a bold prediction. I'll give you a little teaser right now. Teaser trailer. We are going to see the game of the year in the NFL this weekend. We are going to see. Oh, and, yeah. And this is not. We are going to see. Indianapolis, Atlanta. Let's yes. get it on. Both oh, teams vying for man. the playoffs. Oh, come did on. I spoil it? Stop with me. People don't know. Oh, it's my God. It's Minshew and Heineke. My goodness. Let's no, go. No. And B. We're John Robinson might not be sick this week. <laughs> but with Yamamoto going to the Dodgers last night, we spent a lot of time on this talking about the, the, the entirety of, of, his, of his impact. And what we told you last night is already happening. We told you there was going to be a big blowback and it was going to be 
uh, the media, and it's soon, soon it's going to be the owners and fans. They're turning the Dodgers into the evil empire because now, now they can't stand them because they have everybody, and baseball's going to be upset, and they're going to find some way to say, hey, uh, the Dodgers can't get all these players, and owners are going to talk about it, and they're going to get involved. There's going to be meetings, and it's going to be, how do we stop this from happening? We stopped the evil Steve Cohen by putting in the Cohen tax last year, and that seemed to slow him down. What do we do now for the Dodgers? But you know, Jason, that's already coming. It's already coming. The, the Cohen thing was dumb and, and doing this before they run off a bunch of wins would be dumb too right if they go and win five straight world series then let's have this conversation but in the interim figure out how to play in the field economically right they haven't won anything yet they won the offseason they're like the mets yeah well, and, then, and why, why are you so upset last year? You, let the Mets spend money. What are you worried about? No, Is but it really going to work out? Game. Come on, man. Right. I'm a Mets fan, I'm telling you. It's never going to work out. But the big thing, and I'll tell you this, because I said it last night, and it, it was born out today, which is why I could be a baseball insider. I told you <laughs> last night, the Mets came in at the same money that the Dodgers did. And and uh, the Yankees tapped out at $300 million, which if you're in for $300 million, you don't go to three twenty five. really, if you're the Yankees, really. <laughs> but the Yankees tapped out at $300 million, and the Mets put their offer up to 12 years, $325 million, and that's exactly what he signed for with the Dodgers. When that happened, what did I say? I guarantee you the Mets gave their offer to Yamamoto, and his people did the Kirk Cousins. Great. We got what we wanted from the Jets. Hey, Minnesota, we want you to match. And that's exact. I guarantee you that's what happened, that they said, hey, this is the offer. We got what we wanted from the Mets. Dodgers, you got a match. And, that, then, and that's how they got their money, right? And then I, when I read today, Steve Cohen, who is on vacation now after having Yamamoto at his house a couple of times, said, hey, listen, we, we, we put the offer out there, and we were, one of the, we were one of the first teams in with the offer. And I knew right then that's exactly what happened. Yamamoto always wanted the Dodgers, right? I mean, for, for all of the, hey, where's he going to go? Where's he going to go? You got to read the tea leaves. If he grew up a Dodger fan, he's going to want to be a Dodger. If the Dodgers have money, they have a great reputation, there's no reason to not pick the Dodgers, Right? That's why I said last night, I wish the Mets had dropped out because the Mets were only in it to, to drive the price up so he would get everything he wanted from the Dodgers. Because I'll get without being in the room, I'll tell you, that's what happened. Let's wait. Let's get the, we'll let the Mets wine and dine us. Let them think they're in it. And then we'll get the offer. And if it's an offer that we really like, we just go right to the Dodgers and say, okay, uh, 12, Mets are given 12 years here and $25 million. We can do that. Great. Let's sign. We're, we're doing it. Right? Kirk Cousins admitted on, on the on the on the mm-hmm. um, you know they, they had video of him after when they went through inside his first free agency when it was the Jets or the Vikings and he said ah had, that's what we wanted we got the offer from the Jets now call the Vikings like we I never wanted the Jets I just wanted to use them as leverage and that's what happens with New York teams is that sometimes they are used as leverage and yeah do, is it is it part of the game sure I just wish the Mets would have seen it and they would have said we know we're not going to get him all we're doing at least we're making the Dodgers pay more money I, I guess at least I guess you could say that because. He always wanted to be a Dodger. He was there. I'm sure he would have taken less money to be a Dodger. I'm sure he would have taken $300 million to be a Dodger. If the Dodgers said, well, no, that's it. We've got to pay your posting fee and everything. Well, okay. And it would be, they turned down more money from the Mets. Uh, but I'll guarantee you it was, okay, here's the Mets. Can you match it? We're coming to you. Because that's where we've wanted to go all along. And that's exactly what happened. So, look, I can't be upset. I can't be mad. The Mets tried. Now they got to move on. Okay, I'm okay with it, right? The guy's gonna the guy's got to go where he wants to go. But it, it seemed like at this point it was always going to be the Dodgers, and everybody else was just in it to drive the price up so the Dodgers would pay as much as they could. So at least there's that. At least teams can say, "Ah, we made the Dodgers pay a lot of money." I mean, it doesn't matter. They print money and they have more than anybody else. But at least we made them pay a lot of money. Yeah, I think uh, you know you, you find some solace in that. In the end, his annual earnings are still less than a lot of guys that really don't even pitch anymore. I saw because of my Chicago ties, uh, the name and image of Chris Sale showing up in my timeline quite a bit today. Uh, but the look, you, you use leverage where you can. Whatever business you're in. Right, whatever your job is, and however you come to us, thank you. Uh, here, uh, as we get ready for the holiday, holiday, holiday run, is the the idea that you, you try to leverage things to your best advantage. If it means that you can leverage an extra nickel an hour going across the street, might be to your advantage to go do that. Right, you have to decide the value proposition with Yamamoto. Yeah, I mean there was a lot of talk the last couple of months 
and we heard the chatter of really likes the Dodgers, really likes what they do, really likes the brand, all of that. And obviously, once you bring Otani in, it seemed like it was a done deal. But like you had, what, six teams up until the beginning of this week that were still listed as, you know, interested parties, negotiating parties, uh, doing everything they can to try to get their their shot at, at finishing the job. Now, what would it have taken to get come over the top to get it? I don't know. Could they have? Maybe. But when when it's all said and done, you, you have to now pivot. It's just the rules of engagement. And if you got used, I mean, unfortunately, that's life. You've been used by other free agents without the notoriety and celebrity before. Right, this is just an international event uh, in terms of him arriving with the Dodgers, because there have been plenty of free agents and agents that have used the Mets, the Yankees, the Do- and the Dodgers for sure uh, as leverage in the past. This one, just because it has the extra, I don't know, two hundred million dollars to it, can we say over you know glass now, uh, sure. etc. That it, it gets people all angst ridden. They're like, look what they're doing. It's like, fine, figure out how to compete. It's a competition like everything else, right? This is not a, um, you know, the candy cartel where you're fixing prices. And remember, because they tried that. Go back to 1981. There was a big thing about it. They lost. Uh, So either figure out how to compete, change your business structure, or lose, both financially and in the win-loss column. This hour of the show brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. I just wish the Mets had dropped out. Or I, they're all, we're just going to use you like Kirk Cousins. Look at that. We did it. We Kirk Cousins. I just knew. Uh, coming up next, yes, we start our big football Friday preview. We are going to see the game of the year, the best game of the year, in the NFL this weekend, <laughs> Cleveland, stop. Could be. Although, Joe, that could be. Joe Flacco throws five touchdowns. You never know. What if they get 100 points? Uh, they, they, well, that would be the game. Yes, 100 points would be a game. Of the Thank game. you. Yeah. yeah. Do you remember who's the last team to score 100 points in a football game? Yeah, it's Mike's team. It's the Bears. Yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. How many years ago? Uh, at Mike, how old are you now? Like 40s, right? Late 30s? <laughs> You're good, years ago. You're a good man. Thank you. You're welcome. I appreciate that. You know what? I got you some vegan food. That's our view. Thank you. So. <laughs> oh, Mike, I love you. Exit out by the Fresca. Exit Swollen Dome. Jason and Mike, that's coming up next right here from the Tyrac.com studios. This is Fox. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, 
Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Greetings. Welcome inside Hour 2 of the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Well-dressed hobo. Live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. We have a big story out of college football to get to coming up in a couple minutes because we could be saying goodbye to another conference. Oh, my God. Yes, you knew it was coming. Uh, But... Just a couple of minutes here on Ryan Miner, who passed away earlier today from cancer at the age of 49. And some people hear the name and there's a bit of a, of a, of a memory of it. Ryan Miner was maybe was one of the first great two sports stars in modern sports. He was a baseball star and a basketball star at Oklahoma. He was the Big 8 player of the year in 1995. He's a terrific player, but his big claim to fame was he was the guy who played third base the day Cal Ripken ended his consecutive game streak at 26-32. Uh, Miner, who could, could have gone to the NBA, he was drafted by the NBA, went on to play baseball, played for a couple of teams, including the Orioles, uh, said, I had no idea I was going to play when I came to the park, uh, that I was going to be the right. guy playing sure. third base and, and Ripken wasn't going to play. And I still remember, you know, Miner starting. And at that point in Ripken's career, we had seen that a few times where to rest the wear and tear, somebody would start, but then Ripken would pinch hit by the third inning or something. He would come in and it would always be a game where there was no rain coming. It's like, oh man, we can't have that happen. Or Costner so, yeah. in rain. No, allegedly. So he would so he so he would he would come in like the game a little like in the third inning or something give him a little bit of rest. And but when it happened that day I remember um that Miner came out and he played third base and then it got to the bottom half of the 5th inning and that's when everybody knew, "Oh, Ripken's not coming. It's done." And everybody just started clapping like they knew at that moment that was the end and Ripken came out and waved to everybody and 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 Ryan Miner, you know, became, you know, was in the big spotlight there for a little bit, but I I'll tell you, this guy, he was more than that. I mean, I, it was stunning when we talked about Deion Sanders being a the first and Bo, Bo Jackson being the first of the two sports stars. This is a guy that made it to the major leagues in in baseball and was drafted yeah. in the NBA. I mean, he was he was one of the first big time two sports Sports stars of the night. Now he didn't wind up making it uh, in, in the NBA very deep, but still, to be to show me another guy. You know how many guys do we see that are that that are drafted and make it to a professional sport and, and are drafted into another one, right? Like Kyler Murray is the only guy in recent history. Go, oh yeah, well Kyler Murray had that. I mean Ryan Miner was that guy back in the yeah. Night. I mean you, you'd have to go all the way back to like Dave Winfield, yeah, and guys of that. Yeah. I mean, well Tom Brady. Uh, there's been a lot of hoopla. Uh, there's the tie that binds there with the the Expos. Uh, there were a lot of hoopla because uh, Tops did a big uh, thing with Brady. What if uh, with one of their recent releases? But for Ryan Miner, you know, play coached for a long time after uh, finishing up his his playing career. I've uh, seen the the outpouring of love, former teammates and and folks around the game, and certainly the notes from his family. Uh, and, and friends that that have posted over the course of the day, and I mean, just forty nine years old. So you know, just the reminder. I, I had to go do some of those health things this last week. Finally, got some of the numbers back. We may have to go for some more tests, but the reminder to go do such uh, and, and get yourself looked at. You know, the the unpaid, uh, un, unrequested PSA as we're in the holidays. Take care of yourself so you get to see the next one. Uh, but all good thoughts to to minor miners family and uh, hopefully a lot of good thoughts and memories. But yeah, the replacing of Cal Ripken. And there's one of the indelible images of the last years, right? His victory lap when he got to the record and then the look on Miner's face when, you know, there's that realization and and this is it, right? That big exhale uh, and the moving on in in Baltimore at that point. So it is, um, it's sad, right? You see these notes, the holidays, but you you get to uh, 
pause back and think about those those times and and players that you know have some significance uh, you know maybe more than what a box score would have said you know for their careers Ryan Miner uh, 49 years old the Jason Smith show with Mike Harmon live from the tyrack.com studios uh now, look, our business is sports. As we go, we move on, and, and there's a big story to get to. want to talk about Florida State, but wanted to spend a couple of minutes there talking about Ryan Miner. I vividly remember all that time and, and, and what a great uh, a record-breaking player he was in those two sports. Uh, today, speaking of college sports, Florida State went full ahead with we want out of the ACC. We're done. <laughs> we want out. We, we, are, we have finished. We want to move on and leave the ACC. Well, wait a minute. We heard this story the other day. They were looking to leave. Mm-hmm. But isn't there a big exit fee? Yes, it's a $135 million exit fee if Florida State wants to leave the ACC before their agreement is up, which is in 2036. Well, they posted something else. The university put up an estimate that including the forfeiture of their television revenue, it's over a half a billion dollars. Yeah, it's a, all of a sudden they're going to uh, they're going to some uh, donors and going, hey, so remember that money we said, yeah, we need a little bit more. Well, how much more? Come, nah, a little bit more than that. What, 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 what five million? Not nah, a little bit more than that. Look, th- this is one of those stories that is just messy, and it's kickstarting an inevitability, right? Because eventually, Florida State. Clemson, Miami would want out of the ACC, right? Of all the, 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 the power conferences, you knew there was one more that wasn't going to be able to stay. We have enough for three big conferences. But four, the ACC is held up by those three schools in football, even though Miami's fallen on hard times the last few years. But eventually, you knew they were going to leave because their TV deal is far behind everybody else's. And Florida State and Clemson, and, and to an extent Miami, are the big, you know, uh, they, they stir the drink of college football. So you knew that was going to happen at some point. They were going to get upset. Now, what they're doing is they're, they're kowtowing to the pressure of, oh, in the ACC, we were 12-0. and We couldn't make it to the playoff. Let's sue. We got to get out of this rinky-dink conference, man. We got to get out of this. So now they're doing an emotional thing and trying to play placate everybody because mm-hmm. if they want out of the conference they need money from people and they need they need support on their side so now they're pushing to get out now because they were 12 and 0 and they didn't make it to the playoff all right I'll double down on two things we have talked about when this story first kind of broke a few days ago number one is that this is going to be the end of the ACC because eventually if a, if they want to leave they're going to find a way to leave. The money will be figured out whether it's, hey, we're going to, what if we paid this amount of it instead of the full 135? Could we get out by 2026? 20, whatever it is. Florida State wants out. This is not suddenly going to go away, right? This is it. They're going to find a way to get out of their deal. And when that happens, then everybody's going to want out. Oh, the club, well, you let Florida State, Clemson's going to want out. Miami's going to want out. And what Florida State is doing right now, and this is extremely selfish because they were pissed off that they didn't make it into the, into the playoff. Now we're okay with, with stepping forward and saying we're going to demolish the ACC because the ACC will have about six months as a conference after Florida State gets their release. Whenever that comes, that'll be the end of the ACC. And already, I'm sure the big schools are sitting together talking, going, what do we do now? How do we get out? Where do we go? Uh, North Carolina's calling calling Miami, and they're calling everybody. Where are we going to go? Fran Brown is like, I got the best guys in the country at Syracuse. Where are we going to go? So the ACC now, this, this starts. So congratulations to Florida State. They're the ones that are going to kill the ACC because everybody's going to go. Some schools will go to the Big Ten. Some schools will go to the Big 12. Some will go to the SEC. So I, I, I'm pretty sure that most of them will get will get sucked up by schools. Maybe you'll get a couple at the end, like Washington State and Oregon right. State, that are kind of left out. But most of them will go to certain places, especially because some of them have great basketball programs, right? Like, okay, well, Duke and North Carolina, but you got Duke and North Carolina in basketball. Hang on a second. Hang on, hang on, hang on, right? So that's going to happen. So that's the first thing I'll tell you is this is going to be the end of the ACC. And I mean, six months after we get the final resolution for Florida State, the ACC will be just like the Pac-12. It's going to be gone, gone, gone. We're gone, we're gone, we're gone, we're gone. And you're down to a couple of schools and it's ending just like the Pac-12. That's how this goes. Yeah, I mean, look, because one of the big... Parts of this that was put forth by by Florida State was that they claim, quote, chronic fiduciary mismanagement and bad faith. Does that sound like another conference that just went asunder? Pretty much right down the line. They're just pointing back at the 
you know, office building bought in San Francisco by the Pac-12 uh, a while back, uh, accusing the ACC breach of contract, failure to perform. In other words, you guys don't have enough clout to be the in the group of five, the one of the top four. Like you've mismanaged this. Look at us. We're a powerhouse. Yeah, you were for a while, uh, and you rose up again. And and that's one of the things that you got got to remember, right? Clemson might have been able to uh, make the argument better, and they closed out the season strong. Uh, and, and Dabo with his success, maybe you'd be able to bang that drum a little bit better. So you need them to get on board this. Uh, hopefully, we get more disclosure of uh, the information and dollars and cents that we're talking about because we got a little bit in terms of the broadcast. But I want to get down to the nitty gritty with this. I mean, this is great fiduciary mismanagement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, the word fiduciary is great. No, it gets like, you excited. Whoa, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute. Fiduciary. Hang on, hang on. Something's going on here. I got to do some research. I can't just, I can't just be very glib and just throw stuff out there. The word fiduciary is involved. Yeah, you, you were, take a look at that. You were not a good <laughs> steward with our brands and and the uh, benefits accorded therein. Yeah, you all were, of those things. You weren't even a manual steward with all of that. Forget Nicely ever. done. Uh, that was well now, played. But yeah. The other, go ahead. the other part is this now, right, with Florida State. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they want out. All right, that's fine. I, I understand that. They're upset because they're upset. Like I said, it's a it's a big knee-jerk reaction to, we didn't make it into the playoffs, and now we're going to get out of this conference. Because they think they're going to go to another conference and go 12 and 0. But that's the thing, right? We talked about it the other happening. night. It's like it's, it's not foolish man. On so many levels. Florida State's a good program and, and look, they won the national title 7 8 years ago, but this is not a school that is going to go to a, the SEC and suddenly be 12 and 0. You're going to the SEC to go 8 and 4. You're going to the Big 10 to go 8 and 4. You're going to the Big 12 to be 8 and 4, 9 and 3. That's what's going to happen. So, you're never going to get to the playoff. You're not going to all of a sudden out out recruit and out, out and outplay these teams. You were you had the the big advantage of playing in the worst of all the Power Five conferences, right? That because ACC top to bottom is the worst. AC always been held up by a couple of teams at the top, and then it's everybody else is just man. Are we got any top twenty five teams? This is the best year we ever had for the Pac twelve. Made a lot of really good teams. Big Ten is a great conference every year. SEC great conference every year. Big Twelve is kind of there, and you could see that the fight would have been between the Big Twelve and the ACC to be who's going to wind up staying because the Big 12 had schools leave, but they replaced them. But now this is going to be it. So now with no ACC, great. Where are you going to go and win? You, you, have been, you have been the beneficiary of playing in the AFC East like Tom Brady did for the majority of his career, playing against a bunch of crappy teams and winning it every year and going to the playoffs. That's what Florida State has. All of a sudden they think you're, you're going to go, yeah, good luck going to the SEC because every year, guess what? You're not going to miss Alabama. And No, you're playing Alabama, LSU, Auburn, Tennessee. You're playing playing them every year, man. You're not going to get any bottom feeders and say, hey, we're going to skate through with this. You're going to play those guys every single year. And if you go 8-4, and four, then that's, sudden, that's going to be an accomplishment. So congratulations. You're going to get your wish. And then you're going to go and say, oh, man, these com- – these conferences are a lot harder than the ACC. I didn't know that, Mike. I didn't know we, we'd go to these conferences. Nobody, <laughs> nobody told me we'd go to these conferences and not win games. That was left out of everything we did when we pushed all the fiduciary things to try to get out of the ACC. No, I get it. You want to... It- you know, exert some clout, and maybe you're trying to say, hey, some are more equal than others. You're going full animal farm on the conference by saying, you know, maybe our portion of things should be a little bit higher. But in terms of, you know, the wandering eye towards other events, you know, it's the be careful what you wish for, because sometimes those dreams come true. It's a country song that I was trying to find the artist. It's an old one from like the 90s. Uh, so I was struggling because it was not a Toby Keith song. I can tell you that because uh, okay. I, I knew what that would do to you if I said, you know, there's it's, a country song and you'd be like, no, conference. stop. It's not my conference was once as good once as it once was when it was when it never was. It's not it's not that. But yeah, I mean, you're trying to exhibit you know, and exert a little bit of clout saying, look, we we had this undefeated season. This you failed us. You failed us because we weren't able to get into the playoff because you didn't have enough juice. So I get that. You you try to, you know, poke the bear. Uh, Now you say, well, what can you do for me? You want me to stay, don't you? Because Florida State, like, unless they're a bunch of dopes in these regions meetings and board meetings, they recognize exactly what we just said. Mm -hmm. Right? Going to the Big Ten or SEC might look great on paper, but you still need to win. And boosters and anybody that's associated with the brand, right? Buying, advertising, and whatever else. Well, how does that work? You want to back a winner. 
telling me, hey, I can help you build a winner was one thing. But if they're already and the train's already rolling, well, it's a lot easier to get my hand down into my pocket to say, here's a couple bucks, right? So, you know, for Florida State, it's like, hey, we got the good stuff. So how do we how do we keep this line going? And, and I think they're smart enough, or at least I'd like to think that those guys are smart enough and the women in the room uh, to recognize that the, the grass isn't going to be greener. In fact, it, it'll bring a lot of pain uh, with what some of these squads uh, will, will bring to bear. So congratulations, Florida State. Congre- Just remember, remember right now when I said, yeah, good luck. You think you're going to win? Fiduciary. Good luck. Yay. Uh, this hour of the show brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Straight ahead, oh, we welcome in for the final time this year. One of our favorite NFL guests. Take a look at all the big games this weekend. Does he agree? Cowboys and Dolphins will be the game of the year in the NFL. Keep it right here for that more. Jason and Mike Fox. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I hate that song. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon, live from the TireRack.com studios. Tonight's show brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount. By combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more, all your protection in one place, bundle and save at Progressive.com. So, Bill Belichick in the holiday, holiday, holiday mood. Let's see if our next guest is in a holiday mood. He is a longtime NFL insider. He is a voter for the Hall of Very Good. If you are a very good football player, he will ensure you make it into Canton. You can follow him on Twitter at JasonCole62. That is at JasonCole62. It is. Jason Cole, what's happening, bud? Merry Christmas, fellas. I got presents from somebody on this show. Cheers. Oh, that's nice. There you go. Harmon. Coming what did I send with, you? With Lou Malnati's. It was awesome. Harmon. Harmon is the best. He might be the greatest, uh, greatest host ever. Oh, wow. Okay, that's okay. <laughs> I mean, I think that's illegal on radio. To I got, I got, okay. I got, fine. I got more pizzas in one in one shipment than I've ever had sandwiches on this deal. Mm, okay, well, let's see. Who decided I want to play Mister uh, Online Hero today and troll Jason Smith about Yamamoto signing with the Dodgers? Oh, that was you. That was you. I, 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 let me just say, what's it like to finish second for Yamamoto? Dude, we we, we weren't second. We were never in it for Yama. We were only in it to get the price to three twenty five million. Steve Cohen flew to Japan, yeah. to watch him play and spend time with him, and then invited him to his house for dinner 
because they weren't really interested in it. Oh, hey, hey, hey. I'm not saying the Mets knew they weren't in it. The Mets weren't yeah, in yeah. it. Oh, yeah. they, they were only in it to get it. Okay. Oh, no, no. We didn't want the player. No, we of course. Oh, no, no. Did. He's just saying they got no, used, J. Cole. They, they got used is what I'm saying. They got used. <laughs> they. I said last night, I guarantee you, they just this used the, the Mets, Mets to get way. the offer up to $325 million, and they were going to tell the Dodgers what this is the offer. And what happened? The, Steve Cohen said, we offered 12 years, 325 Five million. We never got a chance to make another offer. So all Yamamoto's people did was say, "Okay, it's what we want. We'll use the Mets to get the offer we want, and we'll turn and send it to the Dodgers and say, this is what you have to give us.' So ta-da! That's how it happened. Yeah, sort of like getting used by Oral Hershiser in the playoffs one time, right? Well, it was Mike Sosha. <laughs> you know, Oral Hershiser hates him. Thing. Yeah. Jay Cole, do you know that story? What? That Oral Hershiser hates Smith. Oh yeah, Oral Hershiser doesn't like me. Oh, he doesn't like me either, so we're, we're in good company together. <laughs> oh, okay. Very good. See how that escalated? Yeah, yeah. Did, did you too. vote for the Hall of Fame in baseball and say he was just very good, he didn't make it? Is that is that what you did? No, no, it's not that. He just, or else, like, like, he might be the most uptight dude I've ever met in professional sports. And I've met some really uptight people. But, like, he just, like, wow, does he just not get having fun just like relaxing and just telling a story, you know, like just to have a conversation. He just can't do it because everything is like so super serious in Aurel Hershiser's world. So I, yeah, like he, you know, I, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm I, enough of Oral Hershiser. Like I went and interviewed him one time at the Dodgers clubhouse and it's like, Oh, you can't use that material. I just don't want to even talk about it. Like, Come on, man. Just, just, yeah, it's just a story. You know, you weren't, you're not leaking out like the, you know, the the nuclear secrets and the codes here, dude. You know, it's really not that big a deal. Okay, just let it go. So, yeah, that's, uh, why does he hate you? Oh, it's because I, I did. We were we were doing a whole segment when I was filling in on uh, AM five seventy, which I do a lot in LA. And I was talking about how starting pitching you shouldn't pay for starting pitching. Starting pitching is not a great. This is a few years ago. Starting pitching is okay. not a great investment. Look at all the contracts that don't turn out. This is this is this is it's not a great investment. Now, little did I know, coming up next, Oral Hershiser was going to come on. So it's me and Bill Plasky well, doing well, the show. Okay, so, well, right? that's a little bit of a problem. Yeah, I don't know who he didn't get the memo. <laughs> so I'm like. Okay. okay. Wait, wait, wait a second. You didn't do any show prep? Is that what we're no, saying? No, we didn't know like, we were getting Hershiser coming up next. Like, we knew we were going to get a Dodger guest at some point, but it's like, oh, hey, Oral Hershiser is coming up next. I'm like, <laughs> okay, great. So Hershiser comes on. So I'm doing the show with Pla- with Bill Plaschke, right? And and uh, uh-huh. I welcome in Oral Hershiser. Like, hey, joining us now on the hotline, Oral Hershiser. How you doing? He goes, Why are you talking to me? I'm I'm overrated. I don't know why I'm on the show. I'm going. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Yeah, but so the, we, see that's see that's what I mean. Like he can't take a joke. <laughs> he can't like he he can't even have like a conversation where he could say, Hey, look, uh, you know, I disagree because of these following reasons. And I think that you're, you're full of it. And he had to make it personal. No, right? it was, like that's, yeah. that's, that's the, or that's or Hershiser. It's like, it's really truly about him and his inner feelings and how you may have upset his world and his inner feelings. It's like, dude, don't take yourself that seriously. So, and, he, and look, so you wait, wait, so you want to know the best part of the story? Here's the best yeah. part of the story. So we finished the interview. Everything is fine. Everything's fine. Comes on, talks, everything else. So he hangs up, and I'm talking to Bill Plaschke in the break. And I go, oh, man, he hates me. He goes, no, or he's the best guy. He, no, no, everything. Trust me, trust me. Well, I'll text him right now. Watch. I'll text him. Man, everything's fine. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. And Plaschke's a great dude, right? He's a great yeah. dude. So he's still no, everything's fine. Everything's fine. So we wait a couple minutes. He goes, oh, here, look. I got, I got the text back. Go, what did he say? And Plaschke looks at the phone for like three seconds and then doesn't even make a move. And he goes, it's fine. I told you. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Bill Plasky, great guy. Terrible liar. Yep. Yep. No <laughs> poker face there. Terrible liar. Yeah. Not. Yeah. Bill, you you didn't really know how to play that one off, did you? Oh my god. <laughs> no, it's fine, Plasky. dude. It's fine. It's fine. Oh yeah. It's all. It's all good. Yeah. All can right. you only imagine what he said? Anyway, so on to football. Uh-oh. Okay, agree or disagree? We we had made this bold statement last week, uh, last hour on the show. Mm-hmm. Dolphins Cowboys this week is going to be the game of the year in the NFL. We're going to look back and say this was the best you know game what of the this year. Game is you know what this game is? 
What? Cowboy bees against killer bees. Ooh, I like it. <laughs> it's, a battle, it's a battle of the bees. Oh, and Jer- but Jerry, okay. like, is, I think he's suing the dolphins because he thinks it's copyright infringement, but he called them the killer bees. Yeah, okay. He's like, i got to make some money off these dolphin people. Yeah, what the hell are they talking about? Now, we're going to uh, get Bomb Hauer and Bo Camper and all these guys and, and Lyle and Glenn Blackwood. They're all, we're going to get them all coming in. They're all going to come in. Yeah, but Bo Camper's going to be on the field. We'll serve him right on the field. I, I, I'll do it myself right there. Here, take this lawsuit, you know, Bo Camper. You're no bee. You're no cowboy bee, certainly. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> uh, great game right? because the loser of this one, is a whole is in a whole lot of mental problems. Um, winner, you know, gains a lot of confidence. Loser is like, you know, Cowboys are are sitting there going, "We're not even close to being any good on the road. We can't beat anybody on the road. We're just awful, and we're probably going to be on the road in the playoffs. So we're going to lose. We're just, you know, they're going to be neurotic about it, right? Because they don't have any time to really make it up the rest of the season and forget about this recent loss. Dolphins, same kind of thing. We can't beat any quality good teams. We can't even beat them at home. We did a, you know, even even an underweight, you know, sort of a uh, underweight team like you know the Cowboys that we should be able to muscle up against. We can't even beat them. So yes, they're they're in trouble too. And I do think, you know, like, I think the Dolphins has a, have a reasonable shot to make it to the Super Bowl if they can get it home and play in some fast paced games, right? I like I'm not afraid of the AFC field right now. As much as the Bills are playing a lot better, and I still think that the Chiefs are great with Mahomes, and you know they just got to fix a few things. You know, I mean, catch the ball number one, but like the AFC is wide open, the NFC less so. But like, if Dallas can't win in Miami, what do you think they they believe their chances are going to be if they have to go to San Francisco? Like they, they might like most of those guys might not even get on the plane at that point. They just go, yeah, just, <laughs> like let it go. Yeah, and like Jerry might have to sign some guys from the University of Santa Clara to play that weekend. That's well, it about, is good that's that, but the best will do. Yeah, it's good that Micah Parsons and everybody wouldn't have them to listen to uh, most of the biggest bloviators because it is a holiday week. Yes, yeah, they, so they, they might get a little reprieve there. No, no, yeah, no, no. Here's what's going to happen. No, you're going to get under their skin you're at gonna, all. You're going to turn on your TV Christmas Day, and whether you expect to see the U-Log or something else, you're going to get, and now a special report, and Jerry Jones will have paid money to address the nation to say, I uh, just want to tell everybody that we're still a great team, and we're still a Super Bowl team, despite the fact we lost to the Dolphins, and uh, uh, don't, don't don't hang your heads to anybody, everybody. We're, we're still great. We're, everybody's still great now. Go back to your Christmas. Buy, buy I'm Jerry killer, Jones. Buy some cowboy bee, honey. <laughs> make, my, make my new year a lot better, because I'm developing this whole honey company and all that other stuff with our championship bees. They're the number one bees <laughs> in the entire world. They produce the greatest honey, and we represent them as a, as a hard-edged football team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be the national announcement. It'll, it's still going to be Cowboy Bees because there's nothing else to talk about. They're going to... If they get shellacked, I'll just I'll just be cackling all night. It, it'll, I, I don't quite troll them. Like, Stephen A. Smith is the greatest troller of the Cowboys ever. Like, it is fantastic to watch his videos on, you know, on Twitter or TikTok or wherever he posts them after he's done. That's really, that really is exquisite material. I, lo- I love that stuff. But I do laugh about the Cowboys, when, you know, and their faults just as much as, as Stephen A. does. There you go. Uh, last one for you real quick, J. Cole. Uh, Monday, uh, the the last game of the week, Monday Night Football. Uh, Baltimore, yep. San Francisco. San Francisco, five-and-a-half point favorite. Can the Ravens, Lamar Jackson and Isaiah Likely, can they make their stand for his MVP candidacy? I think they can, yeah. I mean, anything's possible. I just don't... I think the 49ers are in about as good a place as humanly possible um, at this at this point in the season. Like, I was talking to one of their coaches last week before the Arizona game, and I said, "Look, if you guys are really good, 
and you really are championship contenders. The Arizona game should be over in the third quarter because you want to not have a stressful game. You want to rest some of those guys, not get a lot of mileage on on McCaffrey. You know, and they held him to 18 carries, fortunately, and five other receptions. But I was like, you know, you got you got to stomp that team and put them out of their misery pretty early. And so, what do they go? What 35, 35, 14? by you know, midway through the third quarter. So they did exactly what a really good team should do. I think they're going to beat up on the Ravens pretty well. The Ravens will probably hang decently well um, because I, I think Kyle, you know, Kyle Hamilton is just terrific. And he's going to create some problems for Purdy in that offense. But Purdy will figure it out. They'll put up enough points. And I just don't think that the Ravens' offense is built to play games regularly in the 30s. Now, they can do it once in a while, but for them to score 30 points against San Francisco on a Monday night in San Francisco, oof, that's a, I, I just don't see it. And so, yeah, I think that's where sort of part, Purdy separates himself from Lamar Jackson. But there's a great argument for Lamar Jackson in the MVP race. I will say that. He's on Twitter at JasonCole62. That is at JasonCole62. Pro Football Cease Hall of Fame desist. voter. Cease and desist on the killer beat. <laughs> Cease and desist immediately. <laughs> I brought my lawyers. I got the guy out of my, you know, he settled that thing with that young lady that I, I, I have nothing to do with. You know, <laughs> he settled that thing. Now we're taking on the killer bees. Yeah, that's what we're doing. All right, so no, we're done. <laughs> See ya. We'll talk to you next year. Bye, J. Cole. <laughs> Later to Big Patrick. Later, bye. Uh, yeah. oh, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon live from the TireRack.com studios. We got more in two minutes. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again and getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before and we're bringing you along with us with new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.